0: Just in case our name, Clit Talk, wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. In today's episode of Clit Talk,
1: we'll be exploring the ancient practice of courtesans, how to maximize pleasure on the daily, and is flirting a superpower or just a masterful manipulation?
0: the pleasure positive podcast where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation the sex that you wish you got
2: and then some this first season of clit talk is inspired by regina thomas shower creatrix of the school of womanly arts leader of the pleasure revolution and author of her new york times best-selling book pussy a reclamation So Regina Thomas Schauer talks about the way of the courtesan and how it was a known practice in Europe from the 17th to the 19th centuries. Courtesans were taught pleasure because it made them more valuable, divine, and irresistible. She dresses the part, lives turned on, attracts what she desires. She elevates herself and is outrageous. In Regina's sensuality training, she learned to draw pleasure from simple acts of eating, bathing, walking, dressing. And at the School of Womanly Arts, she doesn't, quote, teach women the profession of being a courtesan, but her deeper legacy, the ancient art of being a woman. So ladies, how do you treat yourself in your own lives to activate your inner courtesan?
3: Uh, What I do is I hang out with women like you, and I surround myself with just awesome badass women who remind me of my inner beauty. And uh just to get a little personal, my husband was talking to me about this question this morning. And he, I just was like, I don't know what I do. What do I do? You know, and I was putting it on him, and he was like, You figure it out. What do you do? And I just realized that I am so focused on the future and I'm in like a lot of anxiety throughout the day. And I'm like, what? worrying about what to do, what's not getting done, what I need to do. And that's when I'm most disconnected from myself and not connected to my womanly essence. And what always brings me back to that place, my inner courtesan and my true female energy is focusing on what I'm grateful for. Nothing else brings me back faster to that moment than that. Mm,
1: That's really beautiful, sugar. What I do to activate my inner cortisol is I have been going through my lingerie drawer. I have like a huge collection that I got from right before I got married. And I wore it all on my honeymoon. I wore a different outfit every day. And then I never wore it again. So I started digging back through there and trying on like a new outfit every week. And my husband's been
4: liking the reminders from that time. (laughs) (laughs) And what I like to do is actually wear a piece of lingerie every night. So I invite you to try that on, honey. Like that. So, something I've been doing for years that I
5: can now see is a way of activating that inner cortisone is sitting in front of the mirror, butt naked. So, usually I have to climb on top of the counter, but there's such intimacy that comes from staring at myself in my birthday suit and engaging in a conversation. It's a really fun practice for me to acknowledge the things that I love about myself and. Uh, my body,
2: especially. So when your inner cortisol is activated, what kind of behaviors come out? I like to
0: be treated like a total dirty slut. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, you do, Lindsay. I do. I do. <laughs> like,
0: I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the boss in a lot of areas of my life, you know. So when I am fucking my boyfriend... I want to, him to totally dominate. I want to, like, just be told what a dirty little whore I am. And it really makes me feel sexy. I don't—there's—maybe I have issues. I don't know. But it, it just <laughs> makes me feel sexy. I'm like, yeah, I am a dirty whore, and, and you like to fuck this pussy. Tell me how much you like to fuck this pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That makes me feel
3: sexy. <laughs> uh, what I like to do is— uh, I like to get really submissive and uh, I like have these long fingernails and I like to just just like stroke the hair, the soft parts of the, the gray parts of my my husband's sideburns. And I'll just stroke that and I'll, I'll stroke his back and his neck and get just like really soft. I love when I can get to that place.
2: I love it when I've had just an incredible time going out with somebody and we've had just an amazing rapport and we're laughing together and we're feeling super connected and the communication's super good. And then we get back to my house and I just, I put on a robe and I put them in my bed and I get out. You know, lotion or an oil, and I just massage them like from head to toe until they just literally can't stand it one second more and they pull me down on top of them. So I love being of service. That really brings out my my inner cortisone.
1: Can uh, can we?
2: Okay, I'm wet. And
0: Eve, and Eve, I have a question for you because you you strike me as the kind of person that knows how to do a whole sorts of crazy shit in bed. Um, do you okay. have you ever and when you're giving these massages, right? And you've got your oil. Do you know how to give like a proper penis tantric massage? Do you know how to do that?
2: Um, no, oh, and God. I'm inspired because now I want to know what is a proper penis, penis <laughs> tantric <laughs> massage. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've massaged many penises in, in many different ways that perhaps could have edged on being tantric, but it wasn't from <laughs> a studied place. It was a, a happy accident at best. I thought, I, thought, I, thought if, I thought if
0: someone in this room knew how to give like a, a f- proper penis massage, it was going to be you.
4: For some reason.
2: I will take that as a compliment. (laughs) I think. (laughs)
4: I have given blowjob classes. Does that help?
2: Yes. Please tell us all about those. You've
4: given them or you've taken the classes? Oh, I've given them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Give that us a
2: little lesson, people. a little a quick one, lesson one- for one-off. the audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: So it was a one-off. Um, I was in the car on Bluetooth and uh lover had mentioned how great it was. And one of my girlfriends happened to be in the car. I didn't have time to tell him that she was there. And she was like, oh, my God, like this guy just fucking really complimented your blowjobs. Like, you have to tell me what you do. I'm like, oh, okay." So I kind of tried to talk her through it. And uh, it wasn't enough. Uh, Fast forward within a month, I'm at Hustler with two of my closest girlfriends picking out dildos, books, and conversing about all the different things. Totally shocked that neither of these girls were very comfortable there and knew much. And went home and, like, literally gave them a blowjob class on a dildo. And it was so fun. A little awkward. But, like, a a good time. So not quite a tantric penis massage, but... All I think of, I'm doing pretty good. All of our mouths are wide open in here because we all thought that she
0: was the the innocent one in the group. And now we find out she gives blowjob workshops at the
4: Hustler store. <laughs> Basically,
6: what you were doing is you were raising other courtesans, weren't you?
4: Yes, actually. Sister goddess activism. <laughs> and they have thanked me. One of them was married since, and that has been like, hey, very appreciated, I've heard. So, yeah. I'm going to call you later. <laughs>
2: So previous to the blowjob moment, there may, there's a whole lead up that happens uh, in any relationship or date, and it often involves flirtation. And so in Pussy or Reclamation, Regina talks about how flirting is can be a spiritual practice. And she says, flirtation is nothing more than enjoying ourselves enjoying life like we are kids at a carnival. Flirtation has no goal. Flirting with a goal is hustling. Hustling is not flirting, it's work, it's commerce. But when flirtation has no goal, we fall into the arms of our desires without attachment, which it so happens is actually the best and only way to get what we want. We're suddenly free to enjoy the gift of being a woman. So what ways of flirting have you discovered over the course of your life to be the most effective?
5: For me, it's been really super simple. And it all starts with eye contact and saying hi.
6: So, you know, I was married such a long time, right? Like 24 years. So, when I, you know, you kind of forget how to flirt, right? So, what I noticed though, that when I became single, even though the only difference was I didn't have a ring on my finger, but I just noticed that if I smiled at men, that all of a sudden they would either come walk to me or wave at me. And, you know, so I thought, okay, well, the smile thing works. But as I got more and more into getting together with people, going out on dates, what I really recognize is if I could really look inside their eye, my eye to their eye while they're speaking and hold that long enough, I feel like that is... For me, the best way to flirt, like the best way to get the reaction I want back. So that's what I do. On top of that, there's always the light
4: touch. So not only have you done the eye contact, done the smiling, but the touch on the arm, the back, like the bottom of the back or the top back by the neck, depending on where you're standing. Sometimes you just want to get someone's attention too, and they haven't totally been aware of you and you just gracefully graze their back as you walk by them. And you've usually gotten their attention.
6: So what Sugar said earlier about being present when she really wants to get in her inner goddess, that's what um, that's when I find that I'm connected and I'm flirting. Even it's not even though it's not intentional, I'm not i don't intentionally go out to flirt with men, but when I'm present and I'm connected and tam, Tamiko, just like you said, like looking in eye contact, laughing, and just being myself. That's when I'm like afterwards they're like oh you're being flirty I was and and I'm it's, I'm not even aware of flirting it's, I'm just present and being me and just connected with the person.
0: I can tell you how I don't like to be flirted with
6: <laughs> on the on the
0: reverse side of this. I can tell you how I woke up this morning. My boyfriend <laughs> my boyfriend decided to wake me up out of a dead sleep by slapping me in the face with his dick and telling me he was horny. Literally slapping me in the face with his dick. He's like he's like a goofster so he thinks it's funny. And I was like, you know... This doesn't turn me on and this doesn't work. So I don't know what like the female opposite of that is flirt like, well, I can tell you how I don't want to be flirted with. I'm like, babe, I can like if you want to have morning sex, I can like just kiss my neck a little bit, like I'll show you what to do. But he was like, No, I'm like, fine, then you can live the rest of your life not having morning sex, because slapping me in the face with your Portuguese sausage does not work for me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sounds like a rude awakening. Yeah, literally. <laughs>
3: Well, in, in my, you know, over the course of my long life here, 23 years old, um, I really had to think about what do I do to flirt? You know, I'm, I'm hearing all of you guys share your stories and something that my husband tells me is like, yeah, you don't flirt. You just kind of like throw yourself at me. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm like, it's flirting. So uh, I'm still learning how to flirt, and uh, I love what you said, Tamiko, about, you know, you're married and you forget to flirt, and so you came out of your marriage after 24 years, and you kind of had to, you know, relearn how to flirt, um, and I'm inspired to 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 practice flirting with my husband and, and create a flirtatious marriage.
0: Sugar, I got to totally disagree with your husband on that. To me, you are like the walking embodiment of flirtiness. I agree. I, you, like, maybe he's just so used to, like, how, like, your natural state of flirtiness is. But, like, to me, it's like, you're like, hi. Like, your freaking nickname is Sugar, for God's sake. <laughs> like, I'm Sugar and I'm, you know... Like you're, you're, like you are, flirt. Like you walk around, you flirt. Like I get, I'm like, I would make out with her. Like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> oh, we haven't done that before. Oh yeah, actually, you guys actually, we have. We have made it. <laughs> we have, made out we, we have it. We did. Don't don't tell my dad. <laughs> don't tell my dad. <laughs>
2: I think your I dad is loud. listening to this episode right now. He is
3: Hey, dad. Uh, <laughs> I do feel like I flirt with. I feel like I even flirt with my friends. And actually melody and i were at the club a couple of uh, <laughs> weeks I ago oh my gosh and and i couldn't she was she was she was gone for like 15 minutes and i said to the crew i'm like and 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 Lindsay, you left already you were like i'm out of here but we were we still stayed and i was like melody's been gone for 15 minutes i gotta go look for her you know i gotta go make sure my friend's okay so i go i go looking for her I, I I don't find her okay for like and then I find her okay and then we were hanging out because we were just we got we got distracted we were like flirting <laughs> once we found each other so we come back to the dance floor there's my husband he's pissed I've been gone for like 30 minutes in the club this is like 90. percent uh, gay club so all these men apparently were hitting on him while I was gone <laughs> so wow. I, come, I come back and he's like you're just you're so intimate with your girlfriends you know you're, I feel like you're you go out and you go to dance with them instead of dance with me and I really realized how um, flirtatious I am with even my girlfriends you know all of you in this room I flirt with all of you
2: so here's a question for the group is flirting one of your superpowers or is it a way that you manipulate the people in your life
1: so, I'm definitely guilty of flirting or charming to get what I wanted. When I read this book and it said flirting in order to get something is a hustle, it's actually not flirting. I was like, oh, because I remember being little, and if I didn't get what I wanted, like i'd go like charm my dad to be like how how cute i am and how what a great daughter i am and he'd be like okay we'll get you what you want for like whatever it is and then after reading this i was like oh how this has affected me as an adult is just um there's a there's it's just so freeing actually is what i'm present to is that like i actually don't have to flirt with people to get what I want I can just flirt with my life and be turned on by my life and there's like freedom in that but I have to watch myself because if I want something I'm gonna like spin my wheels to see how I can get it
0: I don't know what the fuck it means to be turned on by your life but if you figure that out let me know I, I totally I totally suck at flirting I feel like you know you read Cosmo and they're like, you know, tease is a guy. Okay, well but when I try to do it, I just like insult men. I'm like like they're like that. I'm like, yeah, well you're fucking stupid. <laughs> what? Wait, that's not that's not how this is supposed to go. So I feel like I totally suck at flirting. I don't know how I don't know what you mean by be turned on by your life. Like that sounds great and I've no fucking clue how to do that either. Well, it's like <laughs>
1: what we talked about in the beginning, like being turned on by like the way you walk, by how you eat is just like sensual and delicious and just kind of intentionally bringing that towards you.
6: You know, but I'm not buying what Lindsay's saying because I've seen her perform twice on stage. She's hot on stage. And she's flirting with everybody in the audience. It's true. Through her voice, through her movement, through her hips. You're always flirting on stage. That's why you're good. So maybe you just don't incorporate that into your yeah. daily life more yeah. yeah
0: maybe 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 there is like maybe and maybe the other the women listening like maybe there is one area where because that's right I kind of forgot about that it's like I keep my performance I'm a singer so I keep my performance life sort of separate maybe there is like for our listeners like one area where you do feel sexy and like how, how do you translate that into the other areas of your life I'm just kind of yeah how do I how do I perform and enjoy my food and
4: <laughs> all of that Yes. <laughs> Well, and I would say I was going to be bringing that up as like professionally, I don't flirt because I don't want to be giving the wrong idea to men in the boardroom or meetings or clients. But I love being a flirt otherwise. So, like, how do you find that balance with your professional life and then the rest of your life? And here for you, you actually flirt professionally while you're singing. So each of us, I'm sure, has that place yeah. where we do and don't do it. We're
7: not call someone stupid professionally when you're trying to flirt with them. <laughs> you know what? There's something that happens to me because I, I wear a lot of – I change my hair out a, a lot. I wear wigs. I wear braids. I, you know, I'll, I'll do a whole lot of different things. And when I have a new style, I can jump into a whole new essence of my life and a whole new essence of who I am as a woman. And uh, for me, that's like living my life turned on. And when it comes to flirting, I don't necessarily feel like I'm doing something. But when I'm really connected to someone, I, I am there. And when I'm not so inside of my insecurities and feeling, oh, is my hair looking right? Did I wear the right shoes? If I'm all, you know, all up in my insecurities, then it's just definitely not, it's not there.
6: Somebody had mentioned um, manipulation. And I have a hard time trying to balance that because, you know, sometimes if I'm in a room with men and it's business, And I know they're happily married and everything's cool, you know, and work is stressful. It's not fun sometimes. So a little bit of water cooler, a little bit of smile, a little bit about a talk about something that's not in the norm, a little bit of male, female energy. I don't feel like it's manipulation. I feel like it is making a connection and there's still like a noticeable boundary but you can still have that lightness between men and women, and it is lightly flirtatious. And he still goes back to his wife, and I still don't want to have anything to do with him <laughs> you know, romantically. And I hope that we don't miss out on that when we're thinking about manipulation. And at the same time, women have to be smart enough not to um, maybe get to a point where it becomes leading them on. And that's getting you off because you're leading them on. But just really intentionally kind, fun interaction. I hope that still continues.
2: Recently, I was in Hawaii with a a big group of people, and um, I was feeling, I was really feeling myself talking about just, you know, what is it to be turned on in life? I was just really feeling, I felt so sexy and so good in my body. And one night I was in this bikini that I really like in the hot tub, and I just felt so hot and so turned on. And I'm looking around, and the people who are there are one of my best friends. That's a no-go. Her man, that's a no-go. Her man's two teenage sons. No, 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 no no-go, right?
0: Well, if they're 18.
2: (laughs) And then uh, there was this one lesbian there that somebody was trying to set me up with, but not a good match. So there was really no place for me to put all this energy. And then I just realized I could just kind of royal in it and just enjoy it for myself and just feel it and enjoy the feeling. And that was really exciting to me to realize, wow, I don't really have to have someone to flirt with or put my sexual energy someplace. I can just be in it. Um,
0: yeah, I also don't understand that.
1: <laughs> like, or go, go find a hot guy at the bar. <laughs> Sounds like it takes a lot of
3: restraint. I'd be
0: fucking that eighteen-year-old teenager. Oh my god!
3: How were people not glued to you? Because the the Marilyn Monroe scene really gets me in this uh, flirtation conversation where she says to her friend, "Watch this," and then. She turns herself on, and then everyone's looking at her. So I just imagine you're like this, you know, redheaded Marilyn-esque figure in this jacuzzi, super turned on. Like, how was nobody like magnetized to you?
2: Look, I don't know what those young boys did later that night.
6: (laughs) 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 That's That's a great.
4: That's a great point to bring up about the Marilyn Monroe. When you... St- what's the story? <laughs> I'm watching Sugar over here. It's killing me. I can't even get my words out.
3: <laughs> I'm just up. This is so funny.
4: This, the story is the Marilyn Monroe. She's turned off. Nobody really recognizes her. Then she turns herself on, like what she said. And then everyone's just attracted to her. And when you have that experience, like I'm someone that's able to do that. And when you have that experience, it's definitely empowering. Like you're like, fuck, yeah, I got it. And I'm sure... Other women totally get that same experience when they do the turn on, turn off.
2: So speaking of being turned on, now we're going to have a little meditation for all of you listeners out there that Lolita is going to lead us in.
5: Join us now in a little meditation. If you're in a place where you can, go ahead and close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Put your hand on your pussy or for our men out there, your cock, and exhale. Keep following your breath in and out. Now consider, what are the outrageous ways you'd like to treat yourself that activate sacred flirtation between you and the world around you? What can you create? That would bring a heightened level of joy and deliciousness into your life. Visualize the entire scene. The sounds, the smell, the taste, the feel, the emotions. Take a moment here. Good. We invite you to take on creating that for yourself this week.
4: Yummy.
5: And when you're ready, chant pussy. 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 Pussy.
6: Pussy. 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 pussy, pussy. pussy, pussy. pussy.
0: Come and squirt your pussy all over me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again only if are open to incredible sex and amazing relationships. And if you email us a screenshot of your review to clittalkcontest at gmail.com, you will be automatically entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. We can't wait to give you some free shit.